Hey, yo, hey, yo, welcome to the Low Key Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith, and I'm reporting here with Aaron Lanton and Tim Malloy. And today we're going to talk about um, Netflix's new animated series, Masters of the Universe Revelations. Um, this is a show that's been, we have the showrunner, um, Kevin Smith, for this show. And and also, before we get into everything with this, of course, we have to give out a spoiler warning for those of you who haven't seen it. And I mean, come on, it's just five episodes. It probably take you like two hours to watch it. It's the equivalent of watching. I don't know. It's, it's shorter than watching fucking Lord of the Rings. So come on. So anyway, um, but for those of you guys who are not familiar with He-Man or Master of the Universe, it's a it was a very popular animated show created by Hasbro in the 1980s. And now that I think back on it, I don't know if it was more so a TV show or more of a very long um, commercial to sell toys. <laughs> or maybe it's a combination of both. You know? it, it's both. It's both. <laughs> it's both, right. So, um, so I like to think that this show is more for us and not for our kids, I guess. So, because it is a sequel to that 1980s cartoon and, or let me say animated series, you know, some people don't like you saying cartoons, but anyway, it, it focuses on the world of Internia. Uh, am I, I hope I'm saying that right, which is yep. a world that's a combination of both magic and technology. And it circles around our hero. I was going to say titular hero, but not in this one. Um, He-Man. Who has the power of Gray Skull, which turns him into a super, super buff, superhuman barbarian man with a sword. And he fights against the forces of evil, which is led by Skeletor, who may or may not be a skeleton man. And in this series, we actually don't focus that much on He-Man. And some people have a problem with that. And this one, we focus more on his best friend slash bodyguard, Tila who comes to certain revelations hey, by the way he, he's a prince a, a he's teenage a prince, prince yeah so his his alter ego is prince adam who is a pretty scrawny dude which i really really i don't know about you guys this is one thing i really really appreciate about this show it's like why was he man like why was adam in his base form still buff as hell <laughs> like you mean to tell me people didn't look at this dude and was like i think prince adam is he man <laughs> kind of like the Clark Kent thing. Yeah, I don't. I, let's let's come back to the question. Finish your synopsis before we before we jump into that. Oh, uh, one other thing I want to point out. Let's not also forget that both him and He Man so happen to have a green tiger. I mean, and they as never a, in pet. the same room at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and so so pretty much Tila um, finds out that her best friend Adam Prince Adam is actually He-Man in the midst of a battle with Skeletor where him and Skeletor apparently perish in battle, but then she also finds out um, that he was He-Man this whole time and everyone else, the rest of her friends and even her father has held this secret from her. And so, of course, she is pretty pissed off. Oh, wait, but He-Man's father didn't know. I'm sorry, Adam's father, father for some reason, also didn't know that Adam was That's He-Man. Right. Yeah, but I think so, the mother did. The mother did, and I don't even think she did because anyone told her, but I think how she knew, it's just like, I think because she just had common sense. Yeah. Well, she she know how her son is, probably. I don't know. We don't know how she knows. Maybe, I don't know what the canon of this universe is and yeah. how she found out, but she does know. A mother knows. Mother knows her son, yeah. And so um, the father, of course... Um, in a fit of rage, he bans Tila's father, which is um, Man of Arms, who is like the, I guess, what is he considered to be the general of their army or something, something yeah. rather? So he's banned because he knew the whole time that Adam was He-Man, and I guess he felt like he had some blame to um, Adam dying because he was supposed to protect him. So yeah, but, but wait a minute. Can, 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 let, let's hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Since yeah. you're doing a whole synopsis before we dive deep into the discussion, it's worth mentioning the way he died was Skeletor had him, you know, set up, 
in, in such a way where he stabs Skeletor out of rage after he killed one of his friends and then he stabs the magic orb and the magic orb once it was stabbed by his sword of power yes it's called the sword of power mm-hmm. um it stabs that orb once it stabs the orb the mat all the magic that's there is going to blow up not simply uh, you know where they stand in like a bomb is going to blow up existence essentially like yeah, the, the entire the, universe yeah eternia will be gone as well as all the connected worlds we don't even know what those connected worlds are, but all of them are going to explode too. Yeah. So he's like, look, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to try to, you know, keep the blast from, from in everybody. And as he contains it, the sword splits, both he and Skeletor are vaporized. And then that's, you know, Harry thing go down. So you don't know what the connected worlds are. It's, it's um, know, Hasbro's other properties. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, my oh. bad. I should have oh, known we got that. It's, it's, oh, so this is like Space whoa, Jam whoa, 2. Whoa. Does Hasbro own Mattel? Are Mattel and Hasbro? In no, I'm, talk- I'm sorry. Not not Hasbro. Let me go back. Mattel. This is Mattel's wow. other properties. My bad. So it kills the Barbie universe and uh, whatever else Mattel has. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so so the show starts off from there, uh, where we're focusing on Tila, and we also learn that magic is starting to dissipate from the world, and that's where our journey pretty much begins. You know, yeah, magic um, is dissipating because the magical world was destroyed, and you know they right. need to somehow forge the sword together again, so uh, magic can remain. And if magic does not remain, again, the universe will be destroyed. Right. At least, but it'll be a, a slow burn this time, and not like yeah, yeah not explosive, <laughs> not not like you don't even see it coming. You don't need to say bye, kind of situation. Be like you get to say bye for a long time as you you know don't have any way to nourish yourself. It'd be like our world, yeah. <laughs> which which made for them sixteen fifty one right. <laughs> so um so with that, I know there's been a lot of divisiveness about this show i want to give you guys um input about like what were your pretty much initial thoughts coming into this i i I want to start by first like saying we'll get to the the big conversation pieces um around all the gender stuff that people are having to quibble with uh i will say though you know when I was just watching it, I was just watching it and I, I had my brain off and I'm just like, all right, cool. Like stuff's happening. That's whatever. Oh, that dialogue's a little off or whatever. Man, she's Tila's just steady mad, just never thinking of nobody else. But all right, I can kind of accept that as, you know, it's character flaw, or whatever. Um, then I'm done and I finally look at what other people are saying about it. And then it made me realize, damn, like if this had been the first time that my son had watched a a he-man property like there's no he-man really not for him to begin there's some at the very beginning and episode one is excellent it's the best episode um having said that it's a very bold move it is a metal gear solid two move and and tell you might not pick up on that for those who know what i'm talking about like when you turn away from the character that carries your series and, and you bring with either with an unknown character or somebody who is a side character in one way or another or just you know if you you make you make batman go away and robin suddenly is supposed to be batman it's gonna feel a little weird and it didn't it's, necessarily i was like maybe that that's not what they're going for but when episode four happens i still don't honestly understand that whole fear cave thing because it's like the dude says show me your fear she's like all right We'll exchange. I'll give you my fear, and then you give me the sword. This girl, Tila, decided not only was she not going to give him the fear, but she was going to take the sword too, and then just start glowing. And I was like, "Wait a minute, does she?" Because I don't know how you know the power of Grayskull picks who becomes the next champion, but it's almost like they were suggesting she can be the next champion or just something along those lines, which I'm fine with. But this show explains nothing, not even people's feelings. Having said that, there's a lot more things that upon further inspection after watching, I'm like, this is just kind of strange. It could have been done a little better. There's some things this show does really excellently. The animation and overall look is pretty solid. The music is superb, I would say. It's really Mm -hmm. good. Um, The voice acting, really good also. 
um, a lot of the deconstruction, while I think is, well, you know, I say uh, deconstruction, like deconstruction of themes that we used back in the 80s and, and how those characters were used. I think a lot of the deconstruction is very interesting. Sometimes I think there's a little too much of it. But overall, if you, there's a character that you want to see and you are a fan of, they, in most cases, like 80% of them got to do something cool and you got to see them in their new version using their powers in whatever kind of way. Uh, so I think the show succeeds at a lot of different things, but but there are some things about fan expectation, who this show is for that really make me question the approach they took here. Because this is the first version of a new era for the series. It's not, oh, we did this, now let's do this other side thing, you know? Um, I just don't think they had, they really earned the right to use a side character as like their main quest yet we just got here you know what i mean so a new uh, audience hasn't had a chance to care about these people yet um <laughs> they um i i can i understand what you're saying i think it would have been executed better if the show was maybe a little bit longer no, like, but you know, there's there's five more episodes. This is part one, so part two is on the way. Yeah, but I think because how it's split into like this part one, part two, and, and this is just all that we got to go by right now. And people, of course, they see Masters of the Universe to see all their favorite characters, but He-Man being like one of the top characters, you know, of course. Man, he is the character. And he is the ranger. Yeah, and it's kind of like... I don't, it's kind of like if you had She-Ra and then you had like whoever was his oh boy, side yeah. character. I forgot his name, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like if you changed it, turned it around and had him like run a whole series and She-Ra's like nowhere to be found or she just shows up in flashbacks. Or like yeah. somebody else said, I saw in the video, she said that's like Sailor Moon. If you had Tuxedo Mask running the whole Sailor Moon show. It's kind of like he's kind of like the side character. That's a little different though, because people be loving on some tuxedo mask. They but, love him, but can't. But if you if if the if the movie is Sailor Moon or the show is Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts, you don't want it to just be tuxedo mask. Well, we gotta Sailor be fair Moon here. They look when I first was like, okay, the show's out. It's time to watch it. I put in He Man and nothing came up, and I got confused. Like, is, why, why is nothing showing up? So then I look up. Google the show. I'm like, oh, it's called Masters of the Universe Revelation. Why is He-Man not in the title? Right. Well, I guess I got my answer. It's not about He-Man. It's about that verse, but it's not about him. And I'm not completely against uh, Tila being the main character, the main protagonist, but I think I still want there to be more He-Man. If like, it was one- called Tila, Masters of the Universe, all right. I like, watch that too. Let's take let's take. I always use this as an example because I like how it was pulled off. But if you if you go and watch uh, Mad Max Fury Road, okay, Mad Max really isn't the protagonist. He's not really the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Furiosa is the main character because you can literally kind of take out Mad Max and the movie still exists. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's fair in a certain way, but it's some about having Mad Max there. Not even just because the title has mad max in the title it could have just been called just purely fury road and if you know that this is the same mad max that mel gibson played back in the day and he's in this film but he's more of a side character i think it i think it works when you reverse the roles that way because you still got the awesomeness of this character and you introducing a new character at the same yeah, but, time but that's the thing that's weird that's not even story. what's happening here either though. yeah that's not what's happening here so i'm just saying that could be poured off better but anyway um we ain't here from tim yet. yeah tim, yeah i was about to say let's make sure tim, what do you think tim, about? i'm sure tim just been been simmering man he, yeah, he, he, was, like, like, he was like hopscotch he's like i'm gonna get in here yeah one day <laughs> no idea what you guys are talking about with sailor moon i assume we're both perverts <laughs> uh, <laughs> i i have a hard time even discussing the show because i'm so shaking with rage that they <laughs> took out He-Man and replaced him with Tila, AKA Lady He-Man. They've made a huge mistake. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care at all. Um, I actually think people who are so invested in He-Man that they're mad about He-Man being replaced by Tila are 
far, far too invested in He-Man. Uh, and you've got to take He-Man with just a huge sense of humor because it's He-Man. Well, hold on, but, but as you continue your but, point. But also, but also I also think, because I'm going to disagree, taking He-Man out of it was kind of a good move from a storytelling standpoint because He-Man has the same problem Superman does mm-hmm. where there's not really that much drama because you just know he can beat anybody without much trouble. Like, you know He-Man's going to win, at least in the old 80s cartoon. Mm-hmm. The way that they use He-Man and the way that they dispatch He-Man strategically on the show, I think is actually really smart. I think it kind of builds He-Man back up and makes him interesting again. And also they've killed him at least once and maybe twice in the first five episodes, which is makes him seem vulnerable in a way that he wasn't before. And it's, I have a theory. True, but it's just so funny. <laughs> and I have a theory that might just ruin the whole show about why uh, Tila is the only person Adam didn't tell that he's He-Man. Okay. Which is this. Just like Clark wants Lois to like him for Clark, not for Superman. I think Adam wants Tila to like him. I think Adam has a, a crush on Tila mm-hmm. and wants her to like him for Adam for weak uh, Zach Efron looking Adam and right. not the rock-sized He-Man. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. And I have to say... Even even on my first watch, where I felt like I was being mostly positive, I was getting a little pissed off at the inability for characters to just emote. Because it was like, okay, we got a can you feel the love tonight looking scene going on when they see each other in episode five. And I'm not, because the thing is, I don't know that they have any sort of romantic feelings for each other as characters at this point. That's not really what I'm looking for. I, I am think, looking I for think it would be very Kevin Smith for them to have feelings for each other secretly. That's very Clerks and very like Chasing Amy to me. Yeah. yeah. I just, but I can't figure out what, okay, H- here's the thing. I, I need a reason for Adam to leave you know, um, whatever, yeah. like Warrior yeah. Heaven is. <laughs> I don't, I forgot what the name of it is. Whatever. Asgard. <laughs> yes, whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for Tila, dog. Yeah. But, but okay, look, if you're going to do it for friendship, because like they kept doing it, that same thing. Which... loves Tila. But I mean, I don't think that's like too outrageous for him to leave. Like, I think, I think to the point of like what uh, Tim is saying, that in a way, He Man is exactly like Superman. And that's exactly what Superman would do. That's like, fine. If he knows that but, the world is at stake, he's not going to sit there and stay in paradise when the eventual but, but, universe comes. But hold on now, because there's a couple things to what you're saying. And they actually put them in that same scene where he's going over. The first one is. Like one of the other guys told me, said, we were all champions. You were the latest champion, but there will always be another champion. There's going to be another. Somebody else is going to show up, whether you walk through that door or not. You can show up, but you don't have to show up. So there's that. Mm -hmm. The other piece of this is, you know, he's like, you know, I'm going to go when you go. But I, I I I don't understand their relationship. Like they haven't. They've had opportunities to say things to each other that solidify like what their feelings are about that situation, but like they're not saying it. They're just like, "Well, you lied to me." He's like, "Well, I died," and I gotta admit, it just makes her Tila look like such a bitch. This is part of the problem. It's not that she is. Hey, hey, no, we're gonna put it this way because call her a bitch. Because now I said they making her look like a bitch, and the reason I say this is if hey, you say the reason I like because she's like, well, you didn't tell me, and yes, that's bad. But he's like, I died, and the thing is, in parentheses, is in save the universe, like right. in existence, we wouldn't be here to even complain at each other. I didn't do it because I was trying to hide the truth some more. Like I wanted to tell you at some point, but I died. My bad. But hey, universe <laughs> saved. Like it's kind of like the same thing they did with Amber and Invincible, where it's like, hey, sorry, I, like I haven't been showing up to to dates, but I've been like saving Earth. In, like, in fairness, Tila and Adam have only known each other for like forty five years, so <laughs> it's early <laughs> in the relationship. Um, is it? But I'm just saying, like, but I'm saying, is it for for a, a character like? 
these are are characters that people are really invested in. These aren't just like random properties. And like, I think you just have to be very sensitive to like how you allow your characters to be portrayed because they're not explaining her feelings. They like, even this whole thing, like, again, the reason that, that episode four is so weak to me is like, even the thing where they're like, your fears, like, you're too awesome. You don't want to, like, be powerful or something. We, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what does she know that, that, like, gives her, like, some omnipotence that fate says she has some particular well, thing going on? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, she's running from her fate. Okay, sure. And she's so awesome. But what does that mean? Like, it, this stuff is, like, so jumbled and weird for me. Like, I don't, I think it's, it's hard to buy like- it makes her look weird. I think it's like a subconscious thing because there's a there's a few things that the show hints at a lot and i don't even think they hint at it they kind of throw it in your face we know that man of arms is her father and i think that they hint a lot that the sorceress is her mother sure yeah so therefore whatever and i and i think sometimes in stories like this is where like the character knows something or they know something subconsciously but they don't want to accept it so it's either one or two things. She don't want to accept the fact that her mother is the sorceress mm-hmm. or she don't want to accept the fact that she may be destined to be Antonia's new champion or it's a combination of both. Yeah, I, I think and, so. And 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 not only part of why she's mad about Adam dying, the same way is that everybody is upset when someone dies. There's a, there's a feeling of abandonment that happens. But now she feels like there's a certain responsibility that is going to be thrown on her that she doesn't feel that she's ready for. And, and she I, has spent I, a good I, time, um, of course, after his death, like avoiding it, doing like, I guess, like little mercenary work until Evil Land shows up and then she gets drawn back into her past and maybe have to, you know, so, step into that space that she's not ready for. Because I'm not trying to cut off your point. I think you're making a good point in a vacuum. The problem is the show like is so at odds with what you're saying because there. So we have to read in all that because she never says those things out loud. Well, I mean, she but don't the, the have to is, say it out loud. No, if, but, but I mean, what I'm saying just, is so. But the thing is, it I can be sympathetic to a character for all kind of situations, but the way she reacts to people and her like an empathy for them at a moment for like the, what they're going through too. It just comes off really bad. That's not hero behavior. And it's not, it's just not even likable. It's just like a jerk. So like when they're first talking about the fact that Adam has died and then the king is like, well, well, this is going to be the He-Man's day. He's like, oh, well, you know, our champions died. That sucks. And he's like, no, you don't get it. Like it's Adam. No, like they're the same person, all this. As they're like going through all this and man of war, her, her adopted father's getting uh banished and all this, she started talking about her feelings. And I'm like, hey, like those are important. They're really important. You just became like, you know, the next big chieftain or, or general, whatever you call yourself in the army. And like, got it, you and your feelings too, you just found out. But so did the king, like he lost his son. Like it's a lot going on. Like she just... Hey. She's always so absorbed in her feelings and what she's thinking. It's like this. How would you feel if you found out that Keith was He-Man and that I knew that Keith was He-Man, but you didn't know until Keith died? You I got to say, we'd we be having drinks a bunch about this. It's, it's a betrayal <laughs> in a sense. It's a betrayal, sure, but I'd be more interested in how we didn't put it together before. Because literally everybody knew except for her and the father. Everybody, the four, four damn people it's, knew. Yeah, but that's everybody. Like that's the click. That's, that's the click. Like, that's but a, like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's literally like. But like Tim said, probably it's the thing. Like he like, hey man, I want you to to be into me for me. But the thing is, I don't I don't know. See, look, here's the thing. If it's not, I gotta admit, if this whole thing is just like friendship envy, or well, not envy, but like. Fr- like the idea that my friend won't like me when they find out I'm He-Man, they only like me because I'm He-Man. That is weird. I've never seen a friendship be like, I'm not going, uh, I'm only going to hang with you because you're this thing. Like y'all were cool before. That just seems a little weird. Now the romantic, I can see how that would be a little weird. 
but I just I kind of can't get a read on like what the show is trying to get us to believe or think about any of the motivations for almost anyone. All right, but in the in the olden days in the 80s, when this is a show basically for like eight-year-old and nine-year-old boys largely, I mean it probably has a stronger female following than the average dumb kids action show because it has Shira and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tila is a pretty strong female figure and the sorceress and evil in, to be honest, it's a, it's a decent show for representation of women, but for kids at that age, if they hear like, Oh, He-Man and Tila are going to kiss, they're going to be like, Ew, that's gross. I'm not into that. So they totally skirt the whole issue and just say, Adam and Tila are friends. They're just like Adam and Tila are buddies. They're best friends. That's mm-hmm. it. They don't touch it. But now we get the grown-up Kevin Smith, He-Man. And of course, the first thing Kevin Smith goes to is, well, why is Tila the only one who doesn't know the secret? And the only logical reason for me is she feels betrayed. She feels extra betrayed by Adam keeping the He-Man secret because she's secretly in love with Adam. And Adam didn't tell her the secret because he wants to be loved for him. And so when that all that shit comes out, they're going to have the big power of Grayskull kiss and it's going to just shatter all of Eternia and that other heaven planet also <laughs> and the hell planet. It's going to be amazing. And it's oh, going to be champions great... making a champion baby champion baby with their champion style. It's going to be episode <laughs> 10. I don't know how they stretch it out for 10 episodes. Honestly, I, th- I feel like I've cracked it yeah. already. Yeah. I actually really love the end. Um, <laughs> although I knew it was coming, but I still like how it happened. I mean, yeah. the, the thing that actually drives me crazy about this whole thing though is i didn't look i wasn't following what was going on the show comes on i knew it was being remade i saw the trailer cool let's talk about this that was months ago then um it comes out i watch it then i look at what people talking about and i see quotes from kevin smith and he says stuff like you know oh i'm not gonna kill him why would y'all assume this i don't even make people think that in the first place but like you know of course, that happened. Then, you know, he was like, you know, this is for fans of the previous stuff. And Tim, as you point out, it's really whimsical. It's silly. It's just doing its own thing. It's fun. They don't get into all this different stuff. We could have just had that. Would have been very happy. I don't need all this, you know, extra stuff they're doing necessarily. You could still just have it be a silly. We're just here to, to get the key, to open the gate, to get to the lever, to open the the cave that gives us the magical orb that brings back that's, Adam. You- that's the old He-Man where it was like, there's a small, there's a small con- like battle in each episode, but it's resolved in 22 minutes and He-Man never loses. So it's kind of cool to have an actual arc that stretched over five and eventually 10 episodes. And yeah. I, the people who got mad about Lady He-Man, Tila, you have to wonder if they're, being ironic like are they, is it possible for anybody to, to care that much about something so stupid well but but the the i think probably were looking for a he-man show and he kept saying it's a he-man show and there's no he-man like i get that like if you had me going to pay for a sonic movie and all i see is you know a chaotic and people who know, know sonic stuff know what i'm talking about i'd be kind of pissed i'd be really mad actually but people who know Sonic stuff barely know what you're talking about. I know, but, <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the people, but the people who do it like now, that's that's wow. a ridiculous. Oh, wow. I'm mad. They 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 are they are their blood is boiling. I was gonna say, um, Sailor Moon characters. I have no idea. Yeah, I was okay. Gonna even say if you that. see you pay for a Sonic movie, you see Tails. I mean, you I, 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 Tails cool, but like you ain't trying to watch Tails. Like I'm sure Sonic Two would definitely have Tails. Given the oh, sorry, spoiler if you didn't know that. But at the end of Sonic, they show Tails looking for him in the town. And so you definitely gonna be in Sonic Two, but if Sonic Two is about Tails trying to find Sonic, people are not gonna be happy. You talking about the movie? Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say that there was a couple things that they did very well, where they had like episodes that focused on stuff that was happening in the present, but then Tila having flashbacks mm-hmm. on things with her and He Man. I think that's so funny though. Yeah, and that's I, the show I think, want to see. I think that's that that is. See, I was okay with that. Um, because for one, I'm okay with the stuff that's happened with Tila too. Because to to Tim's point was interesting is seeing a world without He-Man and also without Skeletor. And what does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. But then to have those flashbacks and we see what the world was when they were around and they little squabbles and or He-Man dealing with the monster of the week or whatever, you know what I'm saying? 
those are fun, like little callbacks to the old show. You know what I'm saying? But also it has this feeling of like, of, of um, her reminiscing on kind of like a golden age, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much, even though it wasn't that long ago, but it seems like it's long gone because for one, He-Man's no longer around, Skeletor's no longer around, and magic is starting to disappear. I love so, the lore stuff. I think yeah, the lore so those super interesting. Yeah, those little background things were good, and it, even if they could have it to where, because they did it a few episodes, like with the the Merman episode, mm. and they oh, show dude, dude, what you think? Oh yeah, you talking about like the old? That's what I'm saying. Those are well, some of the well, best parts and funny parts. Well, no, what I'm saying like they will have a present part where they doing something, and then she will flash back back to when her and he man and yeah the they crew. did the episodes two through four yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and those those were cool and, yeah. but i think they stopped doing it with the second third episode or something no four, fourth one by the fourth episode okay I well so. i guess yeah, that's sure fourth. but you, you know the other thing though that was um actually had me like okay like you know i, I like a lot of you know what it's attempting to do there is an an attempt to give other characters who didn't get shine before an opportunity to do stuff like um Orco. Yeah, Orco was pretty cool. Um you know it, it was you know you you kind of know what's coming how they're setting stuff up but I you know I I thought that that was a good moment for Orco. Um Evil Lynn uh Evelyn that was uh seeing hey, her do her thing was cool. AKA Cer- Cer- uh, Cersei Lannister huh yeah. Oh, that's who that was. Yeah. Damn, you, I was you just talking about way. last week how sexy she was. Man, I t- I t- <laughs> man, I, I, didn't I just tell you wherever she is, I get sucked in. Yeah. But that's just she, how they that is how they go. Um, but yeah, so I really uh I thought you know she actually I think is gonna play a really interesting role going forward because I know because skeletal hiding in, in her orb that whole time, hearing her talk all that shit about you know well you know dangerous men and they don't care about you and this and that and i wasted all my years and my youth and um that was just real funny um and when she realizes what's going on skeletal forgot to get this sword she looks at them she goes i was just starting to like you kids but i really do feel like she's either She's gonna well, first of all, she's definitely gonna betray Skeletor. Now, the reason for doing that would either be because she wants to help the so-called good guys. Although I love how they blur that line a little bit too, and just how they both do the exact same thing, but they're just on opposite sides to some degree. Um, but then also there's the fact that she said in that same episode with Mermen, right before they came up, that she should have been the one rule in the universe she could be a master of the universe and instead she was told the way making his dream happen and now she has an opportunity that she didn't know she had will she take it mm-hmm. i don't know but it'd be interesting if they chose that route right she's um, definitely gonna throw skeletor down a pit like uh darth vader did the emperor at some point <laughs> you know you know another thing that would have been cool and that i kind of expected well, and they do a little bit of this, but I want to explore a little bit more of the lore and of this world and so that we understand how stuff works. Just like we said, we don't understand how a guardian is chosen, right? Mm-hmm. Now, one thing they did reveal that was never, I don't think was ever revealed in an animated show is what was Castle Grayskull? No, like, no, that but, was, that's first time. Yeah, and also like, what would Skeletor's like? What? Why does he need the castle? We know that there's something in it, but what happens when he gets what he gets? Like, what does it? What does it look like to become the master of the universe? Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like how is this power unlocked? Because I also would go as far as assuming that he didn't know that from the initial thing that happened in the first episode that it would like scatter the universe. Because I'm sure he don't want to destroy the universe. He want to rule it, right? Um, yeah, I mean, that's unclear because he doesn't... There's so much that people don't get a chance to say. And the, the show actually moves pretty fast overall, but uh, there's not always a, a great 
explanation as to what's going on. But I mean, I, th- I think we'll get answers later. All right. A more I, complete. Um, I, uh, my only real complaint about the show, because I agree, animation's good. The sound is really good. I think the voice acting is really strikingly good. Mark Hamill's ridiculous always. Sarah Michelle Gellar is doing really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. All around. But uh, Merman's voice, what the fuck? I knew he was going to say something about Merman. I thought about like Merman, right? He don't I have love Merman. Merman talks like this. Merman does the Merman voice. I should do the rest of the podcast in the Merman voice. Just like him, actually. But yeah, I was thinking that too. Who, who played Merman? I think it was Kevin Conroy. I'm like, man, he didn't do the voice. He just sound like a regular dude. Oh, Kevin Conroy does Batman. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, I know, know, but I mean, why? I know this is just funny. Be Merman then. I think Kevin Kevin Smith just like Kevin Conroy, so he's like, let's get this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care Whatever. what he does. He gets there and he's like, can you just drink water and sort of gargle as you talk? And he's like, no, I'm definitely not going to do that. I kind of like that. that um, just just a little tidbit. I kind of like that Gray Skull was black. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was kind of funny. Haysbert, right? Huh? Dennis Haysbert, right? Oh, I don't know who person? did him. Yeah, I think Maybe he was the model for it. Yeah. Let me check. That's pretty cool. I was like, I said, but then, oh, but man, I'm sure there was there was there was some some somebody who was all right looking at that, just flipping their goddamn TV over. Like, how the hell is Gray Skull black? This is unacceptable. But they didn't even know there was ever a Gray Skull. I don't even remember that being the thing. Like that. Gray I don't know enough about the Lord to say person. that or not. Like, like that's another thing. I don't ever remember there being this idea that there were like other champions or like how that how does it work. Because I know I re- I recent I've watched um She Ra and the Princesses of Power. Is that a good also, show? I keep look at that. Yeah, and so they do talk about how there were like different She Ra's and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and it and it it has like a lot of like real good like world building in that show. I don't really mm-hmm. care for the animation that much. Mm-hmm. And it is um I don't know. It's it's More it's something campy. worth it's something worth watching. I put it that way. Okay. Um, but I, I enjoy both for different reasons. I got to say, too, by the way, uh, since some other Netflix properties bringing back those old things, I was watching Voltron on Netflix and I stopped at season four. Not because I wasn't well, into it. It's Voltron's just, I, pretty good. I didn't know it was eight seasons. It's eight seasons? Yes. You look at you. You ain't know either. Because I was I like, think I stopped at four, too. Four was good, but like, I just, there was other stuff happening and we, I, we just ended up losing track of it. But because I, I was thinking the way it was going, shit, they might be done. And like, I was like, maybe season five, they'll be done. Eight seasons, they must go through so much stuff because that show was amazing. And I'm talking about it's fallout for all the people who like the captains of the of the, the mech and all. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, I love that show. I just, I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch it. Do Robotech next, Netflix. <sighs> Look, hey. Oh, Robotech abuse. They already doing One Piece live action. They doing Cowboy Bebop one action. You don't uh, live action. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Tim's like, I don't know what the fuck, Aaron. You're Transor Z. <laughs> What's, which one is Transor Z? I'm doing all the 80s, all the 80s cartoons that there are a lot of cartoons that were out. Like Robotech was so good that we would like race home to see Robotech. And that's pretty much how we learned using VCR. I'm scared about Robotech. I'm 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 scared of anybody touching that. We like if we would like do, if you could do Voltron, you could do Robo too. We were obsessed with Voltron, but we knew that it was definitely second to Robotech. And He Man, well, Robotech's way more political. It's so good, but He Man was just kind of on in the eighties. It existed when GI Joe and Transformers weren't around. You could watch He Man, but even then, I don't think anybody was like He Man is my favorite show. That shit was silly as hell on purpose. Like also, <laughs> if you go back and watch He Man. It just seems like people would get how they mind and just doing stuff like it's stuff that like they kept in like for the voice acting like things that clearly were like bad takes and they just kept them in and animated the shit like <laughs> it's just so weird and and wacky and like there was this one clip somebody put up on Twitter that had me dying laughing were like Adam well excuse me not he man is like late for dinner or something. <laughs> he's like running, he runs to this pillar and then just knocks it over. Doesn't stop to pick it up or nothing, just runs past it. 
and then they show him like sitting in the in the chair with like this giddy look on his face it makes him look like a crazy teenager and then they just show like everybody's faces at the dinner table and they're just looking like all right we're just gonna act like that didn't happen anyway so what were y'all talking about <laughs> like what the fuck is it's um and i think that, i think that's one thing and it's not to hate on people who love i'm talking about like super duper love he man but let's be honest it was stupid so I mean, hey, let let stupid stuff be stupid, man. Ninja yeah, that's what I'm stupid. saying. Let it be People stupid. scared of New York City and and rise of crime, and then Ninja Turtles out of sewage come out and. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, a lot of that stuff was stupid. Like, I still, I still got like seasons one through eight of Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you got you got the uh, the little the uh, oh the what's what's the name of the the I just got on turtles. Movie. Yeah. No, I got the DVD too, but like it's got it's like an uh, encasing little toy. No, I ain't got nothing man. special. Nah, it's somebody. So uh, people, you know, I don't know what it was like for my birthday for a couple years. Like my mom and my aunts would just buy me like Ninja Turtle DVDs. You be walking around with Ninja Turtle shirts on. I guess so. So anyway, they they didn't they bought me the stuff, and I look at it and I realize that it's stupid, but I still love it. And so like when people do like. Well, let me let me see how I can say this. I think to me, Ninja Turtles has very good stories out there, right? So I don't know much about He Man, like as far as the comic books. He Man got stuff some good like stories that. in it. That people yeah. people say that. I've and seen I, a few of them. They're they're decent. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know if a lot of these people were expecting something that was more connected to the comic book He Man, but it's just like how I feel with like Ninja Turtles. I don't expect to have the Ninja Turtles that I had when I was a child. And I honestly don't want that. And, and the new ones but are very wacky and different. So yeah. They're very wacky and different, but they, and they, they're too far off. But I, I mm. expect, like, because to me, honestly, even to this day, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie is still good to me. That just, no, that's a, that's a good film. That's a good yeah. film. Like, that is, that is not just a good Ninja Turtle film. That is a good, like, little sci-fi film. Yeah, that kind of is and, the beginning to me of, like, people you know respecting a little bit more what you could do in a comic book movie right and it, and it was and it was more focused on like the comic book story more so than the live action cartoon toy yeah you know, it is grimy story. it is it is dirty it's it's the scary new york city right you know it's, it, it's the the loss the almost getting people killed like all that and it was just, it was just a lot. Like I loved Casey Jones in it. I liked April O'Neil. They didn't, they didn't take up too much of the space from the turtles. And it was just like it was, it was perfect. And, I and think- then by by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, we had Ice Cube. Then I'm um, not Ice Cube. Excuse me, Ice Vanilla Ice. Lord, I can't Vanilla think of his name. Ice. Vanilla Ice doing Ninja Rap. Yeah, and I mean, well, I knew I that even, song though. I even liked it as a kid, but as an adult, I was like, yeah, this this when it got really silly. I think, but, but, but um, it, I, I still think it's stupid fun. But but three is where it just kind of goes off the rails. Like I mean, I, I still like it because I just like Ninja Turtle stuff. But it, that's a bad movie. So, so I say this to say that when I look at Masters of the Universe, I'm only approaching it from a person that's seen the 1980s animated series, and I and I do feel like it was kind of stupid. Like when you think about it, you know. And I think that it's interesting to have a different take on. It. Uh, could he have done a little bit? There's certain things that I think could have been pulled off a little bit better. Um, I definitely feel like it should have at least, they should have just off the WAP came out with eight episodes. But I don't know if they wanted to do like they did, Netflix did with Castlevania. Because uh, mm. I remember when Castlevania first came out, it was only five episodes. But five episodes of Castlevania will have you screaming for more. <laughs> like you, yeah. like I'm talking about Castlevania is like, if you've never like listened to heavy metal a day in your life and you started <laughs> off with Metallica and you like, I want some more of this type of shit and you just, but you can't find it nowhere else. Like is, you know, and you don't know anything else like it. That's why I felt when I saw Castlevania. Yeah. Cause season well, two is where it really kicked up story and stuff. Right. And then I know but, people but say the, three and four are, are ridiculous. I ain't even watched them yet, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna sit there and watch those too. But two two when with the stuff that happened to Dracula at the end of two was so cool. Yeah, but but I say that to say that I didn't have that same feeling with um Masters of the Universe. Now I'm I'm still wanna see what's gonna happen. 
But I feel like they should have just went on and gave us the whole whole thing. The but I want to say in the appetizer. But I do think that um, having said that, there's there's so much cool world stuff that like I'm willing to just see where it goes. Because the thing is, episode five is where you you well excuse me episode six like how are you start off with that that can make or break the whole thing i think there's still room for it to do some really cool stuff um that redeems how we started um so i I just i don't want to be dismissive of what's possible um because at this point even if adam can still use some of the magic to become he-man he's no longer gonna be the most powerful person in in the verse right now that that belongs to skeletor and so whether it's it's Adam or Tila or someone else, it's gonna take a lot to overcome this this threat. So I'm curious to see where they go with it. Um, I'm not. I just I feel like there's there's still ample room for them to do a lot of things that work well here. Um, and even like I'm my I was very shocked in episode two when we just saw all this technology because. Even though, yeah, like it's a mix of magic and tech, it's a magical world primarily. All that tech they had and like how they were converting people to, you know, they were like the motherboard, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is the motherboard? Honestly, that is still for me a little bit frustrating because I don't know. I know, like, again, they're trying to get the magic back, but like, what is the motherboard and what, like, what is actually the threat? They still haven't like really outlined that yet, what's happening. Yeah, I, I think that um, one thing to take in consideration, like I think that that world always had like technology in it, but yeah. I think what they're trying to also show in most like these kind of sci-fi fantasy stories in a world where magic is dying, then technology starts to have an uptick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, people, I, I, can, not, I can buy not, that. Not only to the point that like people are, because in this case, they're more of a cult for technology. So they... Whatever the mother I'm saying. is, it's now like considered to be a god. In a but sense. you would think, at least the way they set it up, that it's like some sort of like almost AI based thing, which they don't have nothing like that, you know, that they show off anyway. And the show, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's like some huge detriment. I just, I think having more of an answer or like a feeling of like, what's this thing we're fighting other than like trying to get magic back? I think that would make me feel a little more grounded in like what's happening and understanding the stakes. So once that's there, I think that's going to do a lot to, because also Skeletor also was a threat. So there should be three different threats, really. It should be Skeletor, Motherboard, watch that three different threats, three different teams fighting each other, essentially. Skeletor and his squad, Motherboard, and then whatever else. Is I honestly think with, with Triclops made up the Motherboard. It's possible, but they're right, also think, but but think about the technology. We saw how it transformed humans. Like that's a big deal. It probably can do that to other organisms too. That really like because that dude lost his consciousness immediately and was immediately like having a like a cybernetic eye come out and like wrap around Tealens. I mean, like that's a quick ass transformation and ability to be that strong and that formidable as a fighter that quick. I'm just curious to see where they're going with that. And I hope they really do explore it other than just saying that it's an army on the Skeletor's possession. I think you can do more than that. Okay. Um, let me ask y'all a question because I, I think we've been talking about it for a good while, but I was thinking this would be something cool to wrap up with. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think could be a good, you know, show from the, you know, from your childhood, preferably the 80s, it ain't got to be 80s, it could be a 90s that would do with a nice... Um, I guess sequel that's similar to this. I had to think about it. Although <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, and I'm just scared because people will screw it up. And it is a comic book property, and it already had a movie. Um, and and the thing is, comic book property is far more violent than what we saw in the movie, The Mask. The Mask. The Mask. Wait, the I, Eric- I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. I I might be. <laughs> Are you talking about the was, Eric Stoltz movie? The, no, the he's Jim Carrey Stanley the, Imkiss. Um, oh, I didn't know if you meant the Jim. Car- I didn't know if you meant Mask with Eric Stoltz or if you meant Mask the cartoon with like the suit the guys who drove around in cars that transformed, or you yeah. meant the Mask with Jim Carrey. Yeah, I thought but I was going to go with Mask the uh, cars that transform. Yeah, I so. think he, yeah I um. I was more so thinking about like 
you know, kind of like those shows that's kind of similar in the vein of like He Man or something. Oh, you mean like that? I mean, um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe um, uh, what's that junk called? Um, Street Sharks. Well, no, 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 no. Bike of Mice from Mars. I was just thinking about Bike of Mice from Mars would be cool. Michael Mice from Mars, I would do. Tim's like, what the fuck are they talking? I don't about? know that one at all. That's yeah. more. That's Michael more Mice like, from Mars is so 90s. dope. That's <laughs> that is so funny. It is exactly what it sounds song. like. It is Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah, I think so. So there was a point I think in the nineties where like people were trying to make something like the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, would constantly come out with like these three brothers shows. or four brothers who were mutants of some kind or aliens. Yeah. Radioactive hamsters from yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so you got biker mice from Mars, which it is what it is. There are these and what you call it? anthropomorphic mice that ride on motorcycles that's from Mars, and then you got street sharks, which are these guys that were human at one point, and they yeah. were mutated to these half human, half shark hybrids. You also got the um, what was the one with the dinosaurs? primal was it primal rage it was that's where, a video game no well but there was a show where it was these guys that it was the same premise of street sharks sure, yeah i know what you're talking about they were turned into the, to primal rage i'm almost certain is a, a fighting game with a bunch of like prehistoric large animals or maybe i'm thinking of something i don't know i'm, I'm mixing up my name ips um but yeah i, I would go with biker mice from mars tim what about you you got you got one I've been thinking about all the like second tier cartoons because in my mind, again, Robotech, G.I. Joe and Transformers were the ones I was obsessed with. Oh, you know, a, a dumb one. I don't even think I, I did have a, it definitely had a show. Um, So there's Stretch Armstrong. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you Super Friends that. or whatever. Huh? Was it like Super Friends? No, 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 no. no that's Plastic Man. Right. right, right you're right. He was literally just a toy. Um, but there's another show I used to love a lot. And I don't know how you'd revive it. It'd be weird. And you, Keith, you might not remember this, but it's called Bonkers. You talking about the cartoon? Yeah. Man, you be going so far off. <laughs> the one I recommend yeah, it's, on, it's on Disney right now, Disney Plus now. Oh, that's funny. I don't watch that, John. That's Bonkers. The one I recommended on Twitter the other day was Shirt Tales, which was a very short-lived cartoon about a bunch of zoo animals who would wear T-shirts that would express their emotions. And so they'd be scared or something, and their T-shirt would say, you know, scared. And Shirt they're Tales? Crime. Well, what Tales, did they do? Did they dope. solve crimes or like help kids? Yeah, or what? yeah they'd solve crimes. Did they solve crimes for real? All of that. Yeah, they were, uh, and they were very cute. They're very cute animals. Dude, I thought a- you would make a fun of me. This is a real show. Yeah, there was like an orangutan named, I believe, named Bogey, who talked like Humphrey Bogart. Oh there was God. a panda bear. Um, I love it. Yeah. It's crazy. That was a good ass show. It's from about 1982, 83, 84, something like that. All right, I'll watch it and, and make sure it's safe for kids to watch. Speaking today. of 80s oh, show. It had, it had a lot of violence and uh, raw sexuality. Yeah. No, it was well, you know, I'm talking about, you're not. These values they be passed down to our kids through these cartoons sometimes and not what you think. It sound are. like it sound like Care Bear. Um, yeah, I was it was say, like it was, yeah. I was gonna say Tim. Speaking of '80s shows, what was the name of the show? And I I hope you know what I'm talking about. Where it was like a Native American guy in outer space, and he was like a, a sheriff. Holy he, shit! That's he on rode on like a robotic horse. <laughs> what? He rode a robotic horse. I think his deputy was like an alien bull guy. Is it John Carpenter and the Ghost of Mars? No, it's like a Native American sheriff in outer space. This sounds so fucking insane. Wow. I don't know, but we could do a whole whole season on it. Uh, Sounds like Dan Delgado has a new (laughs) pocket. God, we do this every time. I'm going to make a spreadsheet for Dan, for real, and send it to him. On the latest Man, episode of the industry. Let me look. Yeah. Oh, Brave Star. My bad. That sounds great. Brave Star? Yeah, it was like. Why Why are you checking me for the stuff I come up with? And you come up the with titles. It say the title character is a, a galactic marshal of New Texas, a Native American who can call upon the power of spirit animals, enabling him to pr- briefly perform superhuman feats. 
the te look the characters are named Tex Hex, Professor Mortaray, and Thirty Thirty. <laughs> this looks fucking amazing. <laughs> Y'all don't remember that? It was, no. That I mean, that's a deep cut. Then, man, maybe I just yeah. Okay, so his the other guy, like his partner, was literally a horse that could like stand up and like talk and stuff and i think he could also ride them yes. and the horse has a shotgun i see all right yep well i got something to do but i i got this weekend I, i'll watch that i'll sit down and watch it alone and then see if it's okay to show to my kids yeah, brave star is interesting so but i don't know if that's the one i would want a sequel to i think i've i'm always like I was a huge fan of I, Thundercats. I wanted that to be a remake just so I can see all the right wing. Oh, for, what for Brave Star? Yeah, yeah, that, but um, I think Thundercats. Space Cowboys aren't real. I'm mad because um, but but then I don't know how far they can go with Thundercats. But it, that would be mine if I had. Well, Thundercats has been remade and remade and remade. Yeah, but I don't want a remake. I want more of a sequel. Like well, I, I say remake. Well, excuse me. It's been sequeled and sequeled. It hasn't been sequeled yet. It's all. Yeah. It's just been remade. It hasn't like they, there hasn't been a continuation of the original story like they doing with He Man, with um Masters of the Universe. Also. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I got you. That's, that's why I'm talking. That's why I'm speaking more to not a, a a hard remake, but like literally a sequel to what we've already had in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, do y'all remember? Um, I'm sure this one, Aaron, I know you'll know. Did you ever watch um, SWAT Cats? Of course. What? Boys and them Jets. Are they a SWAT team? No, they're, they're, they're cats with in Jets that like, <laughs> hey, they, were, they, they were like, they were fired from SWAT team. That was the whole thing. Wow. Oh, they, that's right. they wind up being mechanics. And so underneath their mechanic shop, they had like this like super cool ass jet. So the town that they lived in was always attacked by like these gigantic monsters of some sort. And they were always like their secret identity was that there were the squat cats. Right. I mean, you know, their secret identity that they, they were mechanics, but they were also the squat cats. So they get in this their little, you know, jet and they'll fight crime and stuff. And this you know, one guy was so crazy pilot. now. <laughs> yeah, one guy, I think one of one of the cats was the pilot, the other one mm-hmm. handled the, the, the guns and stuff. And well, I know one definitely was a mechanic. I think they both could fly on. I think the mechanic would complain about, you know, oh, you know, handling with the baby, right? I, well, I can't well, remember yeah, stuff while, like that. But that maybe I'm remembering it incorrectly. But man, there was some there were some silly cartoons we used to watch. I remember watching um Samurai Pizza Cats. That was also <laughs> Samurai, yeah, Samurai Pizza Cats. I was gonna bring them up, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. But the, but the thing is, that was an anime that just simply got dubbed here, which I didn't realize until later. But isn't that the same as Robotech though? Yeah, no, no, I just mean, well, what I mean by that is just like, you know, well, I was thinking too about like how easily could you get the rights and, you know, when it comes to oh, yeah, yeah. anime, it's a little more difficult. I, I, I Maybe less so now. I don't know. I don't know. Netflix has changed the game on that too. So we'll see. Right. But um, I guess we can close up shop here. I, overall, man, it's worth watching. It's, it's just, I, I I'm, I'm really knowing that these next few episodes will make or break the whole thing. But it's right. worth looking at. If you even have a cursory interest, definitely take a look. Okay, cool. So and it's um, short. It will not be there very long. It's nice. Yeah, like I said, it's just like what take you two hours or yeah, so maybe to finish everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. I, I just um, want to tell you in the audience at the same time so that nobody's mad later if I'm suddenly <laughs> killed. Uh you guys, I, I'm He Man. <laughs> Damn. By the power of I mean, where were you during the last administration, he man? Uh, Cringer needed my help with some uh, stuff, so I was helping him out. Yeah, well, we all understand we've been there before. What <laughs> takes, takes your full time and attention, man? I forgot that that Cringer talked, man. It kind of threw me off when I it did me too. I was like, I, Am I tripping? But then I was like, Oh, he does talk, right? Uh, I mean, and he like super cowardly and shit. Like, what a great introduction! That was such a great first episode. That was a good. <laughs> we really gotta give any props on that first episode. Was fire, right. straight <laughs> fire. So uh, we'll see. 
But uh, if y'all made it this far, um, definitely rate, review, tell a friend, get us over to the, you know, uh, your people, your network. Uh, we do this every Thursday. Um, and Keith, you can tell people where they can find us on the social. Well, for the most part right now, you can just follow us on Instagram at the Low Key Pod. All right. And Tim, anything to plug for Movie Maker? Nope. Just Movie Maker itself. MovieMaker.com. Lots yep. of physical stuff. copy just came out too long ago. It's dope. Yeah, I just got it. Got it. <laughs> Wish folks could see that. Yeah, y'all covers are getting better and better, man. Yeah, man, that's a good picture of Felicity Jones. Oh, she's the best. Her eyes look real green on. It's the shirt, right? It's the shirt. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks design on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll holler y'all in the next one. All right, peace. See. You.